Hello and welcome to another episode of Corgi Town USA. I am Candy. In my lap is Chuckles, our spokes cork. And I am Catherine, and somewhere on the floor near my feet, oh, there he is, is uh, Digby. Digby the doof. Digby the doof. And we have Booger and Hammer and Mortimer Barnabas, the whole Corgi committee, coming to you every week, all things Corgi and pet parent lifestyle. If you're new here, Hi, and welcome, and thank you so much for joining us. Please like and subscribe. Hit those buttons. Hit the buttons. And if you are following us, we are uh, in the process of wrapping up our fourth season. Thank you so much for uh, hanging with us this long. Uh, because of you, we are able to be here. Yes. As such, season four has been real up and downy. I know, it's been fun. We've talked about some dirty stuff now. We kept, you know, it was real nice and squishy the first three seasons. And now we're talking about court cases and grief and just all kinds of things. And now we're talking about something that I heard superficially from Eric. Um, Beyonce, who, uh, um, who was in the uh, dog agility arena, both as a... Um, Trainer? A trainer. He did a little training. He was uh, at one point um, dating a trainer. Um, he had dogs in agility competitions as well as he was an agility judge. And I heard a little bit about this. Some dirt. Some dirt. And, but he's been out of it for a number of years. I'd say about five years now, maybe a little bit more. Um, and, this is going to be fun. Yeah, we're going to get we're going to get dirty. We're rolling up our sleeves. But we wanted to bring some perspective yes. to you, dear viewer, dear listener. And that is myself, Kat, us being Corgi enthusiasts, Corgi lovers, dog lovers, those of you that listen to us and, and resonate with the cut of our jib. I'm not super familiar with what goes on in show rings. And right. I know because I'm part of Shade Out DM yes. that some people that are involved in show, there been some, there's been some friction um, because of different philosophies and, and different things. So that's, I'm only lightly aware that there, this, this can be a terse environment. This could Tension. be a terse environment. And, and it's something Tension. that both you and I are looking into because uh, both Digby um, and chuckles love fly chasing ball. a ball and fly we're ball. we're actively looking into fly ball so dog sports yeah dog sports and but the show the show ring too the we, show ring we, too we, we preach a lot about what a well-bred corgi is what you should ask and as a reminder we will never be incentivized by any breeder we no. want to give you the information to go forth and make your own decision that's right but we let you know you know, the test you should ask for, what you should look for, questions to ask and things like that. And this kind of goes along with that because right. many you have, many breeders are part of the show circuit. Mm -hmm. And so we just wanted to have this kind of sticky conversation and bring on it, a Corgi it, breeder shower. And you know what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to get it out of the way right now. When we have issues, any issues that we've ever talked about on this show has nothing to do with the dogs. Has everything to do People. with the humans has everything to do with humans well we're here to advocate and what yeah. we can do is educate share and be their voice that's so right we bring on our guests absolutely okay well today we are welcoming joanne white and brooke mooney joanne is a breeder and shower of corgis and brooke is her partner welcome welcome 
Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us and uh, having this conversation. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll still have some friends left after, <laughs> after all this. <laughs> so let's, let's, well, let's get into it. So uh, because, and this is, uh, this is to educate everyone. Again, this is people, you know, like me, that's only lightly aware of what goes on in the show ring. And so we'll start with talking about sportsmanship. And Joanne, you had told me previously that it's uh, it's not what it should be. So if you could kind of explain to us what sportsmanship means in the show ring, what should be expected, how it should be versus the reality that you've been seeing. Right. Well, again, this is my personal opinion. Some people may take it different, but personal experience. Right. And from experience and in, in been, I've been showing dogs for since I was 16, we won't tell you how many years. Um, only 10 years? Okay. She's well, I guess, and holding, you know, um, I, guess, I guess that's okay. But, you know, when I started out showing dogs many years ago, everybody was friendly. Everybody helped everybody. Um, and we still do it today. And there still is a lot of people that are friendly out there. Um, and if somebody won, we congratulated them. Um, it, it, whether they beat your butt or not. I mean, it's just it's just how it was. And to me, being old school, it's how it should be. Yes. Um, you know, and like past show, we helped out another handler that needed some of our dog shown. So we helped her out there. I mean, we're always willing to help somebody if they need help. I mean, and, and that's the way it's always been. And, and I still, to this day, think it should be that way. Um, but now it, it's gotten a lot more competitive and I see a lot more, I'm going to call them poor sports for lack of a better word. Um, Sore losers. They, you know, if they don't win, they huff out of the ring. You can say congratulations. There was a post the other day where somebody said congratulations, not once, but twice to somebody and they completely just ignored them and left the ring. And Instead of saying thank you, there's no common courtesy anymore. Um, it's or it's hard to it's hard to find, and you know there's there's a lot of competition in the ring today, and it's way different than it was when I was out of the ring for 15 years. Um, so there's more negativity than used to be. Yeah, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, and you know I've been cut off in the ring. I've been cornered. Um, where my dog has been put in a corner. Um, it, so it, what do you, and explain to those who are listening again, what I've seen of dog shows is what we see on TV, right? We see the cleaned up right. part that's right. what in front of the camera, not behind. So can you explain to us what cut off you kind of explain what cornered means? Okay. So being put in the corner is when you have so many dogs in the ring, you end up in a corner where you're on almost like a diagonal in the ring and you'll have another dog come in and they'll block off your dog in the corner. So the judge can't see your dog clearly. Wow. Um, That's kind of brazen. And, right. And I've had people step in front of me so the judge can't see my dog. Um, and that's happened a few times. Um, and of course, if you don't speak up for yourself, they're going to keep doing it. Right. So I'm from Massachusetts. So I have a, no filter on my mouth. So I'll speak up for myself, but I mean, I've had junior handlers that stand there and go, I don't want to play this game. I don't know how to play this game. Yeah. And not everybody is come. Not everyone is comfortable with confrontation. Right. Yeah. And, and 
I mean, my first show back out, it happened to me a few times in the ring. And I was kind of taken back on it. And I, I didn't say anything. And I was like, what the heck is going on around here? You know? And now that I've been out showing for the past four years plus, I'm like, oh, heck no. You're not cutting me off in the ring. You're not cutting my dog off in the ring. You're not running up my dog's butt. Or, you know, you'll get somebody that'll slow you down in the front so you can't show them. Because in a herding dog, like a corgi, movement is everything. Mm -hmm. So you got to be able to move your dog forward and you got to be able to adjust yourself in the ring for that. Now Um, I have a question. Are there rules talking about these very things? Like I'm assuming there's some etiquette and that sounds like etiquette is not being followed, but are there any written rules that are, that people are supposed to be following that are not? Yeah, there's, there's written etiquette on all of it. And sometimes it just doesn't get, followed in when you have a show where there's 500 plus dogs or more um like we're going to a show in end of november beginning of december god i want to say there's probably two thousand dogs there whoa that's a big one yeah it's it's the big winter wonderland show in georgia and there's a lot of dogs we have like two or three buildings and 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 it's at the state fairgrounds so it's huge it's a big show. It's like nine days long, I think, or seven days, eight days long. So there's a lot of dogs. And it's a lot for everybody, including your ring stewards, your judges. I mean, even the show superintendent um, to keep up with. So it's, yeah. I don't think there's enough people to catch it in. I mean, some of the older judges will catch poor sportsmanship in the ring and some won't. Okay. Um, some of the rain stewards will catch it. Yeah. And say something, but it's 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 the people that are showing the dogs on the end of the lead. Wow. It's, which we shouldn't even have to check up. They should be there. We're all there for the same reason to show our dogs and have fun and right. meet new friends and meet new people. Likewise, in our breed, be a part of yeah. a community. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And. So- Don't get me wrong, I've met a lot of great people and a lot of great corgi people. But there's there's a few that you just want to scratch your head and go, all right, old grumble butt, you know. Have your dogs not taught you anything? Yes. I always say, you know, that there's some people out there, we we really could learn a lot from our pets. We truly don't deserve them. We truly deserve these wonderful animals, but they should teach us about behavior and compassion and (laughs) unconditional Yeah, I mean... uh, a fellow friend of mine, and she's also a judge, and we were in the group ring together, and she had said to me, watch this person with the German Shepherd and, because she's going to come flying right through us. And she she totally took that dog, went between the both of us with our corgis, and if I didn't have the dog on the end of the lead that I had, it could have been a whole different story. She could have scared that dog, traumatized that dog for her next time to show in the ring. And it was just whoosh right through. I mean, thank God the shepherd was nice and didn't try to bite our dogs. Oh, but I'm hearing kind of a a one, two punch problem here. One is that uh, attendees or participants in general, there are an unfortunate larger number than we like not following protocols and etiquette, but also it sounds like maybe disqualifications aren't being followed through? Yes. You know, I, I, I just, I Would blame. You say the that's, pers- a f- that's a fair assessment. 
Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I think there should be somebody there on, on the sideline to check them up. Um, but at the end of the day, it's the person on the end of the lead. I mean, that's, that's the whole thing. Are they getting taught properly? Do they just not give a crap? I don't know. Yeah. Um, right. Hmm. that's that's the whole thing there and that you know and then you've got people who just storm out of the ring if they don't win and I'm, it's it's I, just i think i think some of that is is personality i mean yeah you know, be, being taught how to handle the dog is being taught how to handle the dog being taught not to be a complete jerk is <laughs> something totally different right I and, think. And, yeah, I mean, when you're teaching a new junior handler, I mean, it's gotten a little rough for some of these junior handlers, too, because right. some of the other junior handlers are being brats. Right. Well, and I'm sure they're they're looking at you, people like you that have a lot of experience, go, you did this for how many years? Man, this is brutal if it's right? like this. Yeah, yeah, like I said, it took me back a little bit when I first started showing again, and I'm like, what the heck are y'all doing out here? Well, that's why we brought you on. We wanted to talk yeah. about it. I mean, this is this is the underbelly, right? So here's here's a question you that came to mind. You mentioned that um, this one person um, came charging through. Uh, she should have been disqualified. I think you said she. I could be wrong. Um, should be my opinion. Should be banned from you know X number of uh, upcoming shows, just like you would with any sports person. My question is, this German Shepherd you said was well behaved, yes, and didn't, and thankfully did not hurt anyone. Do you find that, like with children uh, and their human parents, that you want to kind of smack upside the head at sporting events? Well, there you go. Cat's going to get me on the editing again. That goes, that goes with every sport, right? But, that goes um, with every sport. But do you find that after a while? Um, because the parents, because the handlers are misbehaving, essentially good dogs start to misbehave because they think, oh, well, this behavior is okay. Just like children think, oh, bad behavior is okay because, you know, my mom, my dad is on the sidelines screaming at the coach and cursing at the coach. Now here's a, a pet. Do they also say, oh, my parent or handler or whatever. My human. My human is you know, running through and pushing and pushing out of the way, it's okay for me to do it as well. Well, yeah, the dogs will pick up on that if it's done consistently. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as, a as a dog trainer, we talk about that a lot. They're right. going to follow right. your energy yeah. from your lead. Consistent behavior. Sure. They'll do it all the time. Mm -hmm. But um, it's, she was a young person. So I'm assuming, I mean, getting put in owner handler is, is like, woohoo, you know, so I'm sure she was excited to be in the owner and the ring. And, you know, when you get excited, the dog gets excited. Sure. So there's different aspects you got to look at for the behavior of that person. But obviously she's done it before and nobody's ever checked her up on it. Right. So, Is there a qualification process for them to be able to have that title? Because you, you, you had mentioned that's that's a bit of a championing. That's a, something to be celebrated. So I'm assuming there's... Someone has to appoint you. Yeah, you have to. You have to be like I got my dog got reserved, but he also got owner handler. So the okay. that's at the judge's discretion. You know, can give the owner handler to who whomever they like. 
Um, but you have to be owner handler eligible, which means you have to be the owner of the dog and the handler of the dog. Okay. So you can win first place and not get owner handler and win second place like I did and get owner handler. That's up to the judge. Okay. Um, so you have to, you have to be up there in order to get your owner handler and then you can go in your owner handler class. Um, but I, these problems come from whoever is training these people. And if you're in a, the younger generation, as an adult, I understand that a lot of these handlers get paid to do what they do, but they don't have to be a butt about it either. Mm-hmm. You know, because everybody wants to win, and but you don't have to be a brat in the ring. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, a common courtesy is appreciated on all it, it, fronts. Right. And that's yeah. and so it's common courtesy, common sense and have some manners. Respect. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And have some respect because, like I said, we're all there for the same thing. And and to have fun and just show our dogs and get along. And, and we do have fun, you know, yeah. but every now and then you get that sour apple that wants to well, be a brat. And you said that you had experienced some, quote unquote, dog bashing. So oh, can you share... Yeah. yeah. Can you share? What and does you... that look like and how do you handle it? Well, yeah. Well, and if you want to tell it, us the story, tell us what happened. You know, it's usually the people outside the ring um, that are sitting there. And that, that was another post the other day again. And it was like, you know, if you're going to bash a dog that's in the ring because you're sitting there watching ringside, be careful who you're sitting next to because it could be one of their friends, you know, and not only that, and I brought, this was brought up to me a while back and I, I mentioned it not only can whoever is standing next to you hear what you have to say about that dog or the person handling the dog, but the dog can also hear you as well. Yeah. Whether you're inside that ring or outside that ring, that dog can hear you. So when I was in the ring, there were people outside the ring bashing my two non-show dogs out of the ring and when I got out of the ring I mean my dog's nose was literally hitting the ground he got demeaned so much and I was like what the heck happened around here you know and of course my husband was standing there holding the dogs and they were like you're cutting them up like they're chopped liver and I was like for the love of God really you know and then the breeder found out about it and I was like you got to be kidding me so it was it was a it was bad for the dogs because the dogs knew and they pick up on that stuff. When you're, if you're going to gossip about somebody, do it quietly and don't do it around other people. I mean, yeah. gossip is all hurtful. I mean, and I'm the first, we got a thunderstorm going on here. So oh, oh, goodness. That's why okay. the dogs are. Oh, working. we're used to it. We we lose equipment mid-broadcast all the time. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's a good crack. So I might lose you. I'm in the mountains of North Carolina. I might not. Okay. But okay. That's okay. We'll, we'll wrap up with you, not keep you too yeah. long. I've got to Tiara, no ma'am. <laughs> just like and, um, so got, is it? Is you've it the- got to be aware of your surroundings. You know, like everybody critiques their dogs and everybody critiques everybody else's dogs. That's human nature. <laughs> Because, you, you, you know, you want the best dog. Like you, you, but you don't want to blatantly look at somebody and go, oh, the rear end on that dog is horrible. Or the front end is horrible. And you don't want to say that out loud where people can hear you. You right. keep it amongst yourself. And that may not be the truth. If that dog places, it's the judge obviously didn't think that front or rear was that bad. 
That's opinion. Right. That's yeah, the, opinion. the judge right. has a has parameters to judge off of. And right. Exactly. I'm so gonna <laughs> keep that personal stuff to yourself and not let anybody else hear you. Because if that's a brand new person going in the ring with her puppy that she thinks is going to be a champion or can make a champion, that really gets you bummed out. Sure. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's just, it's not nice. I'm guessing more than the words, it's the tonality that people are using as well. Because yeah. I think say, sanctimonium. You know, right. I think it's, I think you can say, you know, you're a complete idiot or you are the best person I've ever seen in my life. And you know, the dog doesn't understand the words, just your right. tonality. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's that's unfortunate. I'm I'm sorry that that happens. Yeah, I'm sorry that it happened. You're yeah, the adage that you mentioned. You know, yeah, what your yeah. mother used to say: if you can't say anything nice, don't don't say, anything. say it at all. Don't say it at all. Yeah, right. it's it's not helpful. I I like the one that before you speak, is it kind? Is it necessary? Right. Like, right. <laughs> yes. Neither of those things are kind or necessary. So, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I think in general we see this kids on the playing field, dogs in competition, people on the street, grown it's adults, grown adults. <laughs> yeah. It's a sad thing. Yeah. So my question is, uh, you know, and it's not just in show. Um, I think I had mentioned either before or after we started recording, um, Eric, uh, did agility and you get the same thing in agility. So Candy and I want to do fly ball with two of our dogs and we may get it in a fly ball. How I, I am, you're from Massachusetts. I'm from New York. So you already know how I'm going to handle it. <laughs> yep. And, can't take cat anywhere. Can't take cat anywhere. Candy is a sweet, kind, loving soul. How yeah. does she end up handling it? How, how should someone, Who's not going to with direct be, communication and diplomacy? Right. What do you yeah. advise? Telling the judge, not telling the judge. Talking to the person, not talking to the person. How do you advise? Because I'm sure so many of our listeners want to do something socially with the dogs and maybe a little bit afraid. Yeah, I can see why they scare them off. Yeah. Well, that goes into another realm, but I mean, well, another rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, it can go into a whole nother realm. Um, I mean, the best thing is if it's outside the ring, the judges can't do anything about it. They can only do what's inside the ring. Okay. So if somebody's yakking about somebody else outside the ring, the judges can't do that. Um, unless they personally hear it themselves and go over and say something to them or the ring steward can say something to them. If they hear it, um, but inside the ring is the judge's realm, so there's really not much they can do on the outside, you know. And, of course, if I'm the type of person that if I'm standing behind them, I'm like, well, that's not very nice, you know, because mm -hmm. there's my no filter. But um, it's, it's, just, it's just gotten to the point now where it's, it's like everybody's complaining about that and the sportsmanship. And, but there's nobody stepping up to the plate to do anything about it because if you say something about it, then it's such a network that's connected out there with breeders and judges and stuff like that. You could end up the mud man on the totem pole. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Making so, the wrong person angry. Yeah. Right. Sure. Right. 
So, you know, well, as, a, as a show person myself, I tend to, I'll say something rather than go get the judge or the ring okay. steward or the show superintendent. If they're doing it in front of me, then I'll say, look, I really don't want to hear your crap. So be gone with you peasant, you know, <laughs> go, go say it somewhere else. Right. But, well, you uh, guys are cut from the same cloth. Oh, we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, well, it's, it's, I mean, what do you, you can't, you can't shut people up. Yeah. They're going to well, say what they're going to say. They just don't have any coos about it, you know? Right. right. And to, and to both of your points, it's people are people. People will yeah. be people. Not everyone is kind and courteous. No. But as we explain, like you said, you're asking, should you tell a judge? Should you communicate directly? Um, I would like to get your opinion, Joanna. What, what do you think we could do to make it better? Is it, um, you know, could, is there an association that could be formed? Is this communication, getting it in front of the right people just to make it a better place for all involved? Cause that is the main objective here. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure how many people, I mean, it's been that way for so long now that I don't think people really care to straighten it out. To be honest with you, they just kind of go on their way, you know, well, the Maybe young the right that's in the ring is kind of like what it is all over the world. Yeah. Well, and that's, you know, the way we can do that is communication. So that's part of right. why we're doing this broadcast is to share it to yeah. people in hopes that it will reach the right people. Um, but I, I would say maybe if, if you are listening, viewing, you're thinking about getting into show, the show world and start to learn these, or you have dogs and you want to take in the fruit championships, I would say be the change, right? Absolutely. There, be the change. Yeah. You be the courteous person. You, right. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I don't need to hear that. The people around us don't need to hear that. Please take that elsewhere. As you said, Joanne, and probably both right. you and I could do it nicer. And with dog, well, and with dog training, because I'm a trainer, we know yes. they pick up on our energy. And anytime we need our dogs to do something or not do something, we know there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. But there's also an effective way. And a non-effective way to do so. Right. So if, if you are being mean to the dog or it's positive or it's a negative, it's punishment. If you, you know, those, right. you know, we found those don't really work. It just no. makes your dog traumatized. Right. So exactly. it, it's the same thing. It's if we, if we're not going to treat our dogs this way and we shouldn't, we shouldn't treat each other this way because they're also picking up on the energy and these precious beans, they depend on us. They do. And if we're going to create this environment and bring them to that environment, it, it's not good for man or beast. <laughs> right? Right. Exactly. Well, that's like when I told Brooke, when she got one of my puppies, I said to her, I said, you got to have some grit and some backbone to show these corgis nowadays. I'm telling you, it's doggy talk out there. <laughs> and she's yeah. like, no problem. I had hounds. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, and we talk about that on the podcast too, you know, to try to, educate people who want corgis who haven't had them you know they're not for everybody and i talk about being a strong handler with them and we've had behaviorists on the show right and i believe it was karen deeds who actually said you know of course of course these dogs are bossy and non-compromising they're bred to move cattle they're bred to be working right. but you don't want them to be timid they weren't bred to no. be that way so there's a reason why they're that way it's part of the wonderful part of the breed i, I love the naughty ones that talk back and want to give me a challenge right so <laughs> that's why we're in this but 
I'm not going to keep you all night. We're going to let you get on with your evening. But I thank you so much for taking the time to come and have this conversation. And we thank do. you for uh, bringing this to light and not sinking yourself down to that level, uh, being the positive yeah. force that comes. That We really appreciate it. We appreciate you educating us. Oh, no problem. We try to do our best as best we can. Right, Yadi? That's right. Thank you. Thank you so much. You ladies have a great evening. You too. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I think, I think you're absolutely right. Be the change. So stand firm. And information. Don't, yeah. I think knowing that this is out here, maybe if more people gets the right people, more of us can step up and right. And, and if you're the person who doesn't pay attention, sometimes people can be so oblivious that something is happening near them. And they don't really notice it because... Or don't know what to do about it. Or don't know what to do about everything mm -hmm. in Sunshine and Roses. So just, excuse me, could you not traumatize my dog this way? Can you not traumatize the other dogs this way? Could you not traumatize your own dog this way with the, the, your tone, with your whatever? Take it elsewhere. Um, I think if more people do that in, in a polite way, she says as she rolls her eyes for those who are listening. You get farther with sugar than you do with salt. And... You know, please don't do that. The more people who say that, the more people who step up, I believe the more it'll be under control. There's always going to be one person in the crowd that makes it uncomfortable for everybody. If that one person can't be as loud, as obnoxious, as disruptive, neg negativity, as negative, yeah. as disruptive then that makes it better for everybody. Yeah. And like attracts like. So if That's we are right. positive, we all we can do is bring the positivity. If they bring us negativity, we do not have to align ourselves with that energy. That's right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this broadcast. We got a little gritty today, um, but we're here for you every Thursday, all things Corgi and Pet Parent Lifestyle. We hope that you enjoyed this. Please like and subscribe. We are covering a broad swath of subjects. And from Candy, Cat, Chuckles, Mortimer, Booger, Hammer, Digby, We'll see you next week. See you then. Bye.